0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the Apple Bits XL. Brian Shaw here, your host. Doing the most for 200 freaking episodes. 200! And here we are. This is kind of incredible and amazing to think about. Um, I just want to play this quick little message that I got from our friend Alex. So let's hear what he has to say.
1: Hey, Brian, this is Alex from San Jose. I wanted to congratulate you on your 200th episode. You deserve every bit of praise and recognition for the podcast that you've built, essentially from scratch. Here's wishing you another 200 plus episodes. Cheers.
0: Oh, thank you so much for that call, Alex. You know, it's crazy when I heard that. It made me um, reflect for a moment and just be like, damn. I, I mean, I really did kind of just go from completely indie, and now we're at 200 episodes, and my YouTube channel is chugging along and uh, I really have all of you to thank you for getting me to this point. So thank you everyone so much. Uh, I'm so genuinely uh, humbled, honored, and flattered, and we're just going to keep on rolling because we just hit 200, son. So look, my idea was for this episode, hey, let's like try and grab all the people that have been on the show and make the show that combines everything. And it kind of would seem like a little bit of mishmash And and I'm like, well does that serve me versus serve you? So what we're going to do this week is like, Hey, let's get some new blood in here for episode 200. And we got a friend here, new friend of the show, Mac rumors, editor, Sammy Fati. He's going to be a new guest. And what do we talk about this time? We're talking about our most anticipated products of 2022. So Sammy has his list. I have my list. Um, And yeah, sometimes there's overlap. Sometimes there's things that we brought up that surprise each other. And we're like, oh yeah, put that on my list or oh hell no, take that off of that list. So I think this is gonna be a fun one and just a way to kind of look forward to what is going to be another, quite honestly, bonker years coming up from Apple in 2022. Yes, you all sponsored the show, patreon.com slash Tong. That's why we're here. Yes, you can also call into the show and leave a voice memo at applebitsshow at gmail.com. But we're not gonna you know, dwell on that. This is the 200th episode. You're not here for sponsors or ads. You're here to listen to the show. And again, thank you so much to all of you. But hey, let's just get right to it. All right, everybody, I told you we we're going to do this. We're going to do kind of um, looking forward to 2022, the products that I'm excited about. But look, this is just not about me. I got to get another head in here. So for the first time on the show, we got to welcome Sammy Fatih editor at macrumors.com and yes uh, macrumors is uh, one of the many sources that we use here because uh they go deep with it so sammy thank you so much for coming and hanging out welcome to the show
1: awesome to be here thanks for having me
0: yes um so sammy can you tell people maybe a little bit about yourself that they don't know like obviously i gave you your title editor at macrumors but um maybe a little bit more about you
1: oh that's a tough question <laughs> um I always feel pressured to say something interesting here, but I'm quite a boring person. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm a big lover of tech, and and, uh, I think, generally speaking, just educating people on it, uh, which is uh, what kind of got me into this uh, whole reporting scene. And uh, yeah, as you said, Internet MacRumors have been there for almost one year in February. Uh, Time flies pretty quick. And yeah, 21 and just uh, live in life, All right, live in life right. as much as you can. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: Le- this, is, this is what I call the young buck, the future, the next generation coming here. He said, 21, do the math, everybody. So, hey, uh, Sammy, I-, I wanted to say, you know, this is kind of fun because look, obviously like you guys do so much reporting. I use plenty of your stories and I give credit to you guys um, in-, in my shows. And then you guys have posted a bunch of my content as well. So I feel like. There's this kind of this mutual love that goes both ways, so I appreciate it too.
1: Yeah, we we definitely um, one of the best things about the Apple community is that it's so vibrant and there, there's always so much talent going on in this community. And uh, you know that that back and forth love uh, love love relationship is is uh, I think one of the things we should cherish most because not a lot of other communities have it. So yeah,
0: hundred percent agree. Okay, Sammy. So I put I brought you here. We're gonna do something here. Let's talk about the products that we are looking forward to in 2022. Now I got, I said, hey, come up with a list about three or four, I have my own. So I'd love, you know, you are the guest. So I'd love for you to start off and we're just gonna kind of go back and forth, talk about why maybe we agree with each other, maybe we disagree with each other, but let's go, Sammy, your first product to look forward to in 2022.
1: Well, I think I kind of cheated with the first one because it's not really a It's not really a product. I, I think, well, by product, do you mean like a hardware thing? Or can it can it be, be
0: anything. anything, it can be anything, it can be anything.
1: So the, the number one thing on my list is going to have to be Apple Fitness Plus, mm. um, which is something
0: I, I started using uh, around
1: two weeks ago, or no, probably around a month and a half ago, uh, when it expanded over here to this part of the world. And I've, I've really fallen in love with it. So I would love to see Apple expand out of the studio in 2022, because right now all of their sessions are, are in the studio. And I would love to see them, you know, maybe go outside, go to like the Santa Monica Pier, or just really anywhere else, I think would be really cool. And they already start all of their training videos with like, hi, this is Molly from the Fitness Plus studio in LA. So it kind of feels like they're already hinting towards saying, this is Molly, I'm outside the pier in Santa Monica. So number one for me is going to have to be Apple Fitness Plus.
0: Ooh, that's an interesting one because um, I just recently did my good and bad apples of 2022. We did a show there and one of my good apples of the year was Apple services and Apple fitness was part of that. Like the bundle, I've been actually really resistant to go all in in Apple one. And my, my reason is because I want to be diverse in the ecosystem has power, but I don't want to be completely blinded to what else is out there. So I've always been a Spotify user, right? I've always used other services. You know, I use Peloton. I didn't want to be like Apple is the only way. But this year specifically, I found that, you know, I gave News Plus a chance. I gave Fitness Plus a chance. And then I'm like, oh man, this is starting to build up. I think, you know, if they gave us more iCloud storage space in the top level plan, I think that would be maybe the thing that would be like, okay, you're definitely in. But their services have gotten better and better um, from a financial standpoint. I think they hit something like over 18 billion in revenue, um, which was one of one of their goals. So I just, not 18 billion, sorry, 18 million. And so um, I think that, Apple services is definitely a plus. And I could see if you just got the Apple fitness bug, um, I, I get why you love it. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. And seeing your, your uh, metrics real time on screen with your Apple watch, you got to love that.
1: It, it, it makes you feel like you're, you're live with them. And I mean, I know one of the, the reviews initially with Apple fitness plus was that the trainers kind of seemed a little bit like too hippie. And they seemed a little bit too like over the top, like spiritual or like reli- not religious, but just over the top spiritual with like all this hippie sort of vibe. I think they've toned that down. I would like to think at least from what I've the sessions I've, I've tried. Um, so that and plus the perk of seeing your live metrics, uh, something Peloton or, or, you know, none of the other uh, fitness subscriptions do. So Apple has that advantage.
0: Well, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I use Peloton and you know, you can use whether it's like their own, tracker or an Apple watch. You do get your real-time metrics, but I think what's different is that the way that Apple ties it into your rings and they tie it into kind of their Apple fitness ecosystem. So, you know, I've been a Peloton person before Apple fitness came out and I still am, but I think Apple fitness is really great. And is it's a good point that you talked about their, uh, their, their, I guess I don't want to call them teachers. They're fitness leaders because I do still feel like they're a little sterile. Like it's a little too clean and too polished, whereas. Peloton you, you kind of get a little bit more raw personality there but at the end of the day I mean Apple Fitness they have a whole bunch of room to grow because there's still only roughly about like 25% of the Apple user base even has an Apple watch it still has a whole lot to grow and that's that kind of combination um, I've got to imagine when you look at the numbers it, it escalated because of pandemic so um, I like that one that's a good one it's not on my list but that's that's a good one and that's we're not supposed to have the same list anyways right
1: yeah, I was trying not to to think of things. I think I I don't think we're gonna mix. Actually, surprisingly, I think we'll have two distinct lists. Okay. At least I hope.
0: you're gonna go all software, aren't you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay,
1: zero um, hardware.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, this is I basically picked four things. This is gonna be at the bottom of my list. So at number four, I chose looking forward to in 2022. I chose the iPhone 14. And the reason why it's bottom is the bottom of my list is, look, the iPhone 14 is always going to be the most important piece of hardware um, that drives Apple's business today, at least. You know, we're seeing overall the Mac group, you know, elevate, but it's still not anywhere close to the level of the iPhone 14. Sure, we get a punch hole. Sure, we maybe get a new design. Sure, you know, every rumor that we've heard of about the 14 is there. Does the iPhone 14 matter? Yes. Is it the most exciting product? No, but it's still something that I'm looking forward to in 2022 because it's the iPhone. But is it at the bottom of my list here? Absolutely. I mean, did you put it on your list anywhere this year?
1: I put it under the header backup. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even on my list. It's like on a backup list. It's number one on my backup list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the thing with I think the thing with the iPhone is the fact that it's so low on your wish list and i think I, I think i speak for the majority i don't want to say the majority for a good portion of of the apple community when i say that the iphone's exciting but it, it's sort of losing its i don't want to say innovation because that sounds like i'm um, some analyst but um it's just losing its its excitement not because it's bad but because there's so many other categories that are more exciting like the mac as you said the Mac is, is just in this like incredible revolution of a moment, and you have AR and VR, which we'll get into probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so the iPhone is, is sort of, again, not dying, but it, it's losing its excitement not because of itself, but of because of you know other other category. So,
0: no, you yeah, right. We'll see what Apple does. You know, the the other thing is that the iPhone now is such a mature product. And, you know, if you said, oh, do you really need the new iPhone? The answer is no, right? For most people, we're at a point where an iPhone can last you a good three, four years before you really need to think about, you know, but it's, it really comes down to when do you really need an iPhone? Maybe when your battery life is starting to suck because the cameras are still really great. Are they really dropping, you know, um, does a cinematic mode, is that a must have? No, it's a cool feature that will get better, but I couldn't tell any one of my single, any single one of my family members, um, that they need a phone with cinematic mode. Um, so, you know, even if this new iPhone 14 gets this 14 megapixel camera, even if it shoots 8K video, if those things all come true, it's still not a must have for most people. You know, how many of us, how many of you, I don't know a single person today that even owns an 8K TV. Like that is a normal, I don't, right? And so if someone's like, it does 8K, cool, I get it. Like if you're a content creator and, and we'll see how, how what level of quality that is, it still is, you know, not for the masses. So even if the iPhone 14 comes out, it is literally at like the bottom of my list. I guess I almost did it like an honorable mention, quite honestly, because you kind of have to mention it, but in a way you don't. So there you go. That that's mine. All right. You're up next, buddy. All
1: right. The next uh, up next. Oh, the iMac,
0: Mm-hmm. the which which iMac or the iMac in general.
1: I think just the iMac in general, because we still don't know what Apple's going to do with the iMac sort of lineup. They they discontinued the iMac Pro. And given they discontinue it, it's hard for me to imagine they'll bring up, you know, that same name, iMac Pro, right after they discontinue it. So I think we're just going to get a, a replacement for the 27-inch iMac, and then you'll have the 24-inch one, and then you'll have the the 27-inch one. I think that'll, that'll be it. But yeah, I'm just excited to get something new regarding the imac with apple silicon because i use a 27 inch imac now and it is starting to show it's starting to show its age um so i i'm i'm craving for for something new and hopefully no chin with promotion little bezel and i know that's like number one wish for everyone um but yeah just the imac
0: I, you know, who knows what happens, but I still think they, they, I think they've got to go with the chin because to them it's like iconic, right? I mean, everyone wants it to look like the pro display XDR, right? But yeah. what's the difference between the pro display and the XDR other than a computer? I, I my, my gut tells me we're still going to see some sort of a chin on the iMac. And guess what? Even if it, even if it's there, right? You're like, oh, I think if that's the primary computer that you use and you love, I don't think that's going to stop you from buying one. Is that true or not true?
1: Well, nothing, yeah, A- Apple can't do anything to really stop me from buying their products. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get it regardless of what it has or what it doesn't have, I should say. But the thing with the 24-inch iMac is they had to put it chin in because that's where they put the processor, right? The, the goal with the 24-inch one was to make it really thin. It, it was sort of their their showpiece to say, you know, this is what we're capable of doing with Apple Silicon because we don't have these, these you know, power-hungry Intel processors. This is what we're able of doing. I hope that with the larger IMAC they they sort of take another approach and they say, We kind of showed what we're capable of doing with the twenty four inch one. Let's now give everyone what they actually want. Let's make it thicker. I don't I wouldn't mind a thicker IMAC if it meant no bezel. Yeah. Right. Make make it thicker, fine. Stick the processor in the back, put a fan in there if you need to. But just remove that chin, and I'll, I'll be a happy. I'll be a happy camper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, look. You know, with all the rumors indicating that they're going to throw in potentially an M1 Pro chip and an M1 Max chip, um, the power on that is going to be more than enough. Pro users are going to be extremely happy with it. And I think, like what we saw with the reaction to the M1 iMac, it was mostly people were just complaining about the chin, right? They were. Some people were complaining yeah. about the white color, but I think what's was interesting is that when you used the new um M1 IMAC, that off white color to me, although maybe you see it on um in videos and you see 'em, you know, on the website and you're like, oh, that that won't match. In fact, because most people have white walls in their home, it actually was it, it the screen the whiteness of the the whiteness of the IMAC actually kind of disappeared in a way where it blended into the background of those white walls that most people have at home. I'm saying most And so I actually thought it actually worked pretty well from that standpoint. But, um, you know, I'd love to see an iMac Pro or large screen iMac. I'm on a 27 inch. This is what I use for all my podcast work. 2011. I have a 2011. Um, That means at that point in time, you were 11 years old. (laughs) Wow. Wow. When I bought this machine (laughs) and it's still chugging away, it's still ticking, baby. So, you know, it also shows the longevity of how you know well these machines can hold up over time i'm not doing anything hardcore on it i'm just you know web browsing and then doing podcast work on it it can do a little it can still do photoshop you know not as smoothly obviously as an m1 but it's still more than a serviceable machine so i'm looking forward to seeing what they do with the 27 inch iMac quite honestly
1: what what mac os does it run um let me check here it must be like what catalina or no not even like yeah, Ohio, I, think I think it's before,
0: i think it's even before that it is uh oh it's it's macos sierra sierra, Ooh, sierra. not not even high sierra it's not even sierra. high not even not even high sierra it's sierra baby <laughs> so yeah mac os 10.12 this machine is running at this moment and i i the thing is i deliberately don't upgrade it because um it can record audio with facetime calls which is what we're doing so yeah i have a mm-hmm. 720p cam that you're looking at you're like wow brian you need to upgrade your game but <laughs> it serves its purpose and i kind of like doing audio editing on a separate machine and I'm not going to get rid of this guy because I do love, I do love, it's like, I love the design. It it has some sentimental value to me as well. So that's why I keep it around. This is the,
1: this is the, the iMac with the CD drive, right?
0: Uh, This one one doesn't have it. This is the silver iMac. This is the model. I bought it. I I believe it's either 2010 or 2011. I bought it. And then the next year they put like a, a four or 5k display inside of it. And so I was like, damn Uh it. So I got You missed the, out. Yeah, I got the super thin year, and then they did that to me with the display. I'm like, thanks, guys. But, you know, it, it's never bothered me. I love this thing. So iMac, iMac it is, my man. So that is, what was that? That was like s- second on your list?
1: That was uh, or, I guess, second.
0: Second to the bottom, right? Or how many, how many things did you uh, come up with?
1: I did four. It's okay. second to the top.
0: Okay, okay. So mine, yeah, mine is, I put the iMac and the iMac Pro as, out of four, I guess it's number two on my list so so there you go okay um back to me i don't know i don't know if i'm i was debating this and these are products that again we agreed sammy and i to say either we've heard of or rumored or you know whatever whatever is out there in the ethos um although the apple watch is one of my favorite products from apple Mm. i did not put it on this list I think that, I
1: completely forgot about the Apple Watch.
0: <laughs> I mean, I was debating. How about this? It might be. Uh, it's a slightly above the iPhone 14. I'll talk about it really briefly because, even whether or not we see this new design Apple Watch, um, even if they pack it with like all these health sensors, and I don't think it's gonna be like every sensor we think it is right out of the gates. They might put one new health sensor in it. Even at that, um, I, I don't think it's gonna change very much. It's still an exciting product for me. I think the software. They barely did anything software-wise with the Apple Watch this year. Um, It it got a slightly larger screen, which I like, which I upgraded to because I've been on a Series 4 all this time. But even if they change the design, I don't think that I'll actually use the Apple Watch much differently unless they drop something that we have just never heard about yet so far. And even if there's a health sensor, for me, uh, blood sugar, if it's that, probably not. um, It's not going to affect me personally, but I know it'll affect millions of people. So the Apple Watch is kind of on the outside looking in for me. I mean... I know you just said, oh, you for- you might have skipped on that, but would that make your top four?
1: Now that you say it, I- I'm probably going to have to say, yeah, I mm. think it probably would make my mm. top four. The-, the Apple Watch is it's a very personalized watch yeah. in terms of whether you-, you need to upgrade or not. I mean, you talked about the iPhone and-, and how, you know, it's hard to convince someone to upgrade to the newest iPhone if, if, they- if they're just an average consumer. I think the Apple Watch, it's, it's a much easier sell because... You're saying, do you have like a blood sugar problem? If you do, then this Apple watch, you know, track your blood sugar. Do you have, you know, a heart rate issue, which are like a, um, what do you call it? A heart beating issue, which I do. Mm -hmm. So my Apple watch is really important for me because it gets to track my high and low heart rate. So it's a very personalized, personalized, you know, situation, whether or not you need to upgrade it. So it's going to be on my list, even if it's not on yours. So at least our lists are are different.
0: What what Apple watch do you have at the moment? I have the Series six. Oh yeah. So yeah. So you passed on seven. So yeah, you'd be prime quite honestly, if they did a redesign, right? I mean, the redesign does have some attraction to make that jump, but are are you saying that you would do it more for the design upgrade or a combination of design and maybe a new health sensor?
1: Well, I was very close to getting the series seven, but then when I went to the Apple store to try it on, it was really big for my wrist. Mm-hmm. The, the 45, because the 44 millimeter fits perfectly on my wrist. I like the larger display. I tried the 45 on and it was just ridiculously big. It looked like I had like an iMac on my wrist. It was ridiculous.
0: That's why so I, I loved was just like, it. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Again, hey, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. But it was, for me, it was a skip purely based off of the size. I really did like the larger display. Um, I thought it was it's a nice touch with the, the curved edges, but that, that size was a, a no-brainer for me which I know next year's also going to be the same size. So hopefully my wrist grows a bit bigger and he'll be able to fit me properly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, even, I mean, you could consider going 42 because the actual way that yeah. the screen increases gets pretty close to the 44. So, you know, you know, we'll see how that plays yeah. out, right? I'm not saying buy an Apple Watch right now. Please don't. Just like, if you can wait it out, just chill. You're, you're going to be fine. Okay. Um, gonna, yeah. What are you going to say? Sorry. I was
1: like, I'm going to buy it and then just put your name on it and say, thanks, Brian. This is your fault.
0: Yep. I'm I'm totally down with that. Okay, Sammy. Um, what else is on your list, my man?
1: I have the Apple AR or Apple AR VR headset. Is which... this your
0: number one thing to look forward to, or or is what is this at?
1: This is my, the, okay, number this is two. number three for things I'm looking forward to, but it's number one for things I'm most excited
0: about. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Look at that distinction. Okay. Okay. So yeah, let's- yeah.
1: Hopefully there's a distinction.
0: Let's talk about because it's obviously, I mean, if there's one thing that's going to be on both of our lists, it has to be that. So um, I- I'll let you kind of gush about it first.
1: Yeah, the- <laughs> Someone asked me the other day how big of a deal this AR VR headset will be. And I told them, I, I genuinely think it's going to be a bigger deal. And this is probably a very big statement to make. And, and hopefully it's not a stupid one to make. <laughs> I think it's probably going to be a bigger deal than what the iPhone was in 2007.
0: When, when all is said and done. When all is said and done, you're saying?
1: Yeah, like a few years down the line. I think we're going to look back at 2022 and we're going to say... Apple's headset was the the most groundbreaking product that it's released since the iPhone. Um, Because it's such a big factor in the future of the world we're going to live in. And Apple's been working on it for so, so long that you just know it's going to be... I mean, they don't enter an industry unless they can really make a a substantial change within it. And I think, um, yeah, I think it's going to be quite a big, big deal.
0: You know, I think that... I'm excited about the AR VR glasses because no one has cracked the nut yet on why we really need it. I mean, I've talked about it constantly. Like, you know, we'll, this is a product that can may or may not dictate, you know, kind of the future of how we do things. It's, it's hard for me to, I, 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 agree that it has the potential to be the most important product since the um, iPhone, we're going to have to see if it is. And it really comes down to the approach of not only, I don't, I don't think we're going to see everything, obviously, in this first headset. This is going to be kind of like, okay, not only is it a first generation, but it's going to plant the seeds of maybe what direction they're going to. Is it going to be more of, oh, we're going to start seeing the seeds of what their AR implementation is down the road for future super skinny glasses, which we're nowhere close to yet. Um, will they give us those kind of nuggets? Like, oh, okay, this is how they're going to show information and how they want to deal with, um, you know, an AR world in Apple's idea. And maybe the way that that heads up display information pops up ends up being implemented in something like who knows if they're going to do an Apple car or an Apple dashboard, right? There are different ways of how this AR world can potentially work, but it, 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 it has a lot. I don't want to say it has a lot going against it, but we're still not at the point where people are even comfortable with AR VR. I mean, the most comfortable experience people are with AR is Pokemon go quite honestly, right. Um, Mm. that the general audience is, Really like, I think as tech fans we're like, oh, this is awesome. This, this is the future. Well, I think it could be the future, but at the same time, you know, we're gonna have to see what their vision is because at the moment, other than you know, the Oculus Quest 2 being the consumer device for VR gaming, not AR, and I know these are different. Um, Apple's mixed reality. No one has still shown us a compelling enough reason to use something like this every day. And I'm not saying we have to use it every day, but that's what it's gonna make it at that level of the iPhone. And so I think there's so much potential. There's a lot that could go right. There's a lot that could go wrong, but I think it's the most exciting product um, to look forward to from Apple in 2022. And I think like you and like many people, we just want to see what they're doing. You know, we don't, you know, whether we can afford it or not in the first gen, we just want to see what they're doing.
1: I think that, that we're just we just want to get a peek at what they've been working on.
0: I think the reason
1: no one has really cracked the nut yet with with AR and VR is that everyone who's tried has done a pretty good job at the hardware side of things. I think the problem is not hardware. Mm. I think it's the ecosystem of which that hardware runs on. Great point. Right? You have the Oculus Rift, and the, you know, there's a bunch of games and apps that support Oculus um, Pokemon Go on your phone. But generally speaking, there's no real platform or ecosystem out there for AR and VR, except Apple. I mean, if you look at the App Store, there are probably hundreds, I don't know exactly, but there are probably hundreds of apps that have some sort of AR uh, feature to it. And then even with an iOS, there's a bunch of iOS features that you almost kind of look at and you're like, wait, this was built for like AR glasses. Like, I think the best example would probably be um, AR directions in Apple Maps, like, I don't know about you, but I don't see people walking around the street, holding their phone to their, you know, to their eye, looking at AR directions. Like that that's, feels like such a pointed feature towards like, we're planting the seed now for this, mm-hmm. where in two years, you're, we're going to put this in your, your glasses. That way you're, you're already familiar with it, right? You've been using it for these past two years. You don't have to, you don't, you don't have, you don't have to get used to it. So I, I think Apple has an advantage because it has such a, a rich ecosystem to be able to build the hardware off of. So that's my uh, justification for that.
0: <laughs> no, you know, you don't, you look, we don't have to justify anything. We can put whatever on our list for whatever reason. You could say, I just think it looks cool. And I could say it looks janky, but it doesn't matter, right? This is, this. Is, these are our lists. You know, I think you make a really great point there though, about, you know, one of the reasons why, look, I've seen many people who have left the Apple ecosystem, gone to Android, enjoyed it, but then they came back to the Apple ecosystem because, Part of it is kind of that peer pressure of friends being an ecosystem, and let's be honest, the ecosystem is familiar. And so if you're saying, mm-hmm. hey, here's here's a brand new AR, VR glasses, and I think Apple is quite honestly happy that other than the Oculus Quest 2 being a popular consumer device specifically for gaming, no one has still really cracked the mixed reality nut yet. And that, because that uh, ecosystem is so familiar, people are going to be more willing to give it a try. People are going to be like, oh, this feels like my iphone or my ipad but in glasses so i think that opens up the their brains to be more open to that where you know some of these other products are completely different worlds and you know for tech enthusiasts we jump on everything but this is not these products that they make quite honestly at the end of the day are going to be for the general masses and not for just the tech enthusiasts we we can be the people that kind of like you know, ooh and awe ah about them, and they go, "Oh, I would want to try that." But someone like I'm not saying my mom or dad are going to be using the mixed reality glasses anytime soon. But it's someone like that that would need to at least be like, "Oh, this is familiar to me" to even give it a chance.
1: Yep, it's it's the 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 reason why they'll they'll try it once, and I think Apple's betting a lot on people trying it once and then getting hooked to it mm-hmm. and and thinking they can't live without it. So it, it, it is sort of that, you know, that door, uh, that one foot into the door type of thing.
0: What's the, um? what's the long, you know, I don't know how much you've played with AR and VR, but what's the longest you can put one of those headsets on your face?
1: I went to an arcade for my birthday three months ago, where it was this thing where you walk across like a plank on like a skyrise, Um Really scary and ridiculously scary experience. Um, I wore it for like around seven minutes and I got tired after that. Yeah. they're heavy and they're yeah they're just heavy so yeah seven minutes probably ten minutes if i was pushing it but hopefully apple's is is not that not that thick
0: or heavy and also with with the reports that it looks like the first generation could potentially share this the cpu load like by using the iphone kind of as the bridge to it that will help make those glasses a lot lighter quite honestly um so that that should ideally help but even for me you know I'll go in maybe 15, 20 minutes tops, and then I want to take them off. So that, that that's one of those things where, again, Apple's going to try and show us what – or give us those breadcrumbs of what the future looks like. Even if I only use it for 15 or 20 minutes, if I say, oh, dang, if they make the integrate these into glasses one day down the road, this is going to be hot. That That's kind of all – honestly, the only thing they – that's one of the things they need to sell people on, right? Like, oh, we know this is what it is now, but imagine this – in a sleeker form factor in the future, would you be compelled to buy that? And if the answer is yes, then I think that that that, that will be the success for them.
1: 100%. I think you brought up another point, which Apple is a very secretive company. And when they do release this headset, I'm gonna be really interested in sort of how they, maybe this is just my, my reporter point of view looking at this, but I'm just gonna be really interested at sort of the tonality that they use by kind of saying, you know, this is our first generation product but we're going to have something greater down the line. Like that's not something, you know, they would say they, they never obviously talk about their future plans or their future roadmaps. So I'm just gonna be interested in sort of how they, you know, they play that balancing act between getting people wanting to try it, getting people excited about it while also saying, this is just a glimpse of what we're working on. So it's going to be a really interesting balance for them to play. I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Great point there. Okay, Sammy, my turn. Um, I think this is actually the last technically on my list The Apple product that I am most looking forward to in 2022, whether it benefits me or not, uh, I'm going to have to go with the new MacBook Air. I think that this product is going to be the highlight of the Mac category for consumers because not only is it rumored to potentially get a redesign, it'll potentially get a new processor. But, you know, the Mac right now, if I said if my mom asked me, what should I get for a computer? Um, And a laptop, I I wouldn't point her to the M1 Pro or M1 Max. I would actually say the M1 MacBook Air today from price and features for someone who needs to surf the web and, you know, do some photos, um, you know, just email, just the normal consumer stuff. Even people that are doing work, the current MacBook Air is the one in – if you're looking at that, let's say, whatever, M2 MacBook Air, if that's what it is, ends up being – you know maybe they play on with the colors but the processing the power and it kind of being that entry point into the mac category man i think that thing could be at least from a sales standpoint the mac of the year and so uh that's probably i love colors so i think that that might play into that as well um but I think the MacBook Air could potentially be the most exciting product that I'm looking forward to, even though it doesn't it's not something that I would necessarily use. I would consider even buying one just as my lightweight laptop when I'm on vacation because if it's a nine ninety nine machine and it's gonna look that good and perform that well and there's gonna be no fan whatsoever going off, that MacBook Air looks pretty juicy to me.
1: Or just buy one and put it like as a decoration in your living room. Yeah. If you like not? why not? Why not? He's, he's stopping you? <laughs> I think would you care if they dropped the air from the name and just called it MacBook?
0: Would I care? I think whatever that product is, MacBook Air or MacBook, I still you know, and yeah, there's rumblings that and I think it does make sense for them to simplify the name of the product line. Um, I'm all whatever they call it, that was that is still to me, who knows if I'm right or wrong. I feel like that could be the Mac of the year just from a sales standpoint
1: you're going to buy it regardless of what they call it i I mean that's what you're saying
0: (laughs) well the thing is like i don't buy i honestly i'm pretty judicious about the apple products i buy like you know I'll, i'll be the first to not buy a model like for example we know the tech world and you know tech youtubers and whatnot they typically upgrade every year so it's it's like if you can upgrade every single year on every product it doesn't it doesn't matter whatever they put out you're gonna buy, but I don't do that. i you know I had the Apple watch since the series four. I reviewed the five I reviewed the six. they still for me just weren't enough to make the upgrade, so I like to be judicious because I think that's how normal people actually kind of treat their tech. they don't buy every new model of every new product every year that just doesn't that's just not normal quite honestly yeah um you know so what is the MacBook Air something that I would seriously consider because yes, I do have an m one pro sixteen inch that is my workhorse that is the tech product of the year for me personally um having a super lightweight less expensive doesn't 80% of what i need to do cuz i know that thing's going to still be able to do photoshop just fine um mm-hmm. that that macbook looks real sexy to me so that's why i'm so high on it quite honestly
1: i yeah i yeah
0: it wasn't Nothing even on your list it wasn't it. even on your list was it
1: it wasn't on my it wasn't on my list no Mm-mm. <laughs> Now this is a very selfish list. You were talking about how you care for other people. I'm just talking about myself. I feel very I, selfish now.
0: I, no, 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 no. I, I am. I mean, I would. It would be. It'd only be number one if I wanted to buy it too, right? So I would say mm. yes. It's number one on my list. So, um, do you have? Do you have any more? You have one more left. I, I have need, one more left. Okay, I love to hear it. Let's do it, baby.
1: The second generation Apple cloth. No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> wow, you can leave now. Like literally, let's just end, let's just end this show right now.
1: That's horrible. I had to throw that in. I had to throw that in somewhere. No, I am most excited for hopefully something new with AirPods Max. Ooh. Because I got the, my AirPods Max quite late. I actually got them just a few months ago, and I have fallen in love with them. I there's, there's not a day that goes by that I don't use them, but and I'm sure you could validate this. They are really too heavy. <laughs> they, you feel like you're like exercising your neck muscles at some point. Like they're just really heavy, and ridiculously expensive. Even if the price is, is a justified price because of you know integration within Apple's ecosystem and everything, great, all for it. But that price is just way too above the extreme for for mainstream consumers. So. I'm holding out for something new with with AirPods Max, whether it's like AirPods Max Sports, whatever, just something new in that area.
0: That you know that they obviously it's been I think the one year anniversary, one year anniversary of AirPods <sighs> Max. Um, just I believe it just happened, just like within the past week or so. Um, you know, I put it through its through everything I possibly could, and for the price for five forty nine, I think it definitely holds up when you compare it to other over the ear wireless headphones at that price but like you said the biggest drawback those two biggest drawbacks it's price and it's heavy and it's hard to understate how heavy they feel over time they feel great like when you put them on your ears and you got to get that clank that like it sticks on your head you're like ooh, and then over time like you kind of start literally feeling them kind of sink a little more and more where your your top of your ears hit the top and they just aren't that comfortable quite honestly i mean everyone's head is shaped differently so there's some people that probably have big noggins where it might actually just stay in place better. Um, but I love everything they've done with it. But I, I never recommend. I told people, look, if you can find these for three ninety nine, I think they're worth it at that price point. I just can't justifiably tell most consumers to go out and buy a five hundred forty nine dollar headset when even something like the Sony XM fours, which are amazing, and they don't, they're not plugged into the ecosystem like the AirPods Max. But you know, right now. You can find those for like around $250 for the holidays. And I'm like, get the XM4s. Those things are freaking amazing. That's that's what I take with me to travel because the AirPods Max are so heavy. Um, do I love the spatial audio with the AirPods Max when I'm watching TV through the Apple TV? Freaking money. That is so awesome. But they're also freaking heavy. So um, I like your optimism of – I don't know if they're going to – I mean, I would guess it would be year two that they would release a new model um and maybe they make maybe they keep the airpods max just the way they are and then release like a lightweight like do you see them even releasing a second gen high end model i don't even know if they need to
1: yeah i don't know what they would even add on to like right? a second high end model it, like airpods max pro we've made them even heavier <laughs> i i don't know what i don't know what a pro model would include well the thing with that is they're apparently not even working on a second gen model according to bloomberg um so that's not even something that's on their pipeline, at least uh, as of April, maybe things have changed, but they are apparently working on new colors.
0: So oh, new colors. If they get me that Yay. purple, if they get me my purple, I'm sorry, I might have to sell my current. And honestly, I, I got to go all purple if they're doing purple. But, um, you know, that makes sense. I mean, let's put it this way. How many, how many times have you seen AirPods Max used by anyone? I've not, I haven't seen a single person ever. No one. So that's going to tell you, right? Other than like, you know, what you see on YouTube and the videos, like everyone's like, we love these or these are great or they're not great. I've never seen a single person wear AirPods Max anywhere.
1: I remember when I went to get my AirPods Max uh, at the store, the, the salesman asked me like, are you sure you know what you're buying? Because they were so surprised that I was getting one because they said no one buys them at all like you're probably our first customer in like a few months so um there's definitely a market out there but i think it's a very um it's a very hidden market that likes to stay home and and, and watch and use them in bed rather than and then go out on the train and use them
0: and also we will buy anything that apple puts out like i think quite honestly right that that's the user that those are targeted for especially at that price what color did you get sammy
1: Oh, I got the um. <clears throat> wait, it's not the silver, the the space gray.
0: Oh, black. nice. Oh yeah, Th- those look real slick, dude. Those look real they classy. Do. Real classy. It was
1: a tough. It was a tough decision. I was I was close to getting the blue one, but then I was like, I'm gonna stick with the, the the mainstream option and, and be boring.
0: I'm gonna come clean here. Um, I don't I don't think I've oh, made boy. this very public. But <laughs> you're all. Brian,
1: oh boy. Brian,
0: let's not go there. Um, no. I so I bought the blue AirPods Max but I decided to buy um, extra ear cups in both red and green so that I could get blue and then put a red ear cup on one side and a green on the other just because I wanted to mix it up. And, you know, everyone spends their money in different ways, but I was like, that's kind of fun. And so I just did it. I just wanted to be original. And no one's doing it, and also no one's going to see it because I never take them out of the house, but I see it. And it makes me feel good.
1: it's the fact that that's even possible is cool but i think it's even more interesting that apple didn't advertise that as much as they could have like they could have marketed as sort of like you know leading towards like what you can do with the apple watch where you can remove the Mm bands they didn't market being able to switch out the ear cuffs at all like i don't think to them it was a customizability feature i think to them it was just if your ear cuffs, you know, start wearing out, get new ones. Like they did not view it in terms of being able to customize it, but then everyone else just started to say, "Well, yeah, we'll use them to customize it." So, I wish Apple uh, lean more into that customizability sort of angle rather than repairability.
0: You know, also they do cost like seventy nine dollars. There is that, that as well. Like, like <laughs> when I, you know, that's why when I say it out loud, I'm like, "Wow, you're you're being that guy, Brian." I'm like, "Yes, once in a while, I can be. I don't care." But um. You know, seventy nine dollars for ear cups for I guess um, should we say fashion or aesthetics is kind of you know for a five hundred forty nine dollar headset, that's that's kind of a little up there. But I I agree, like they could have played into that, right? Apple Apple has the power. We we've seen like just how much marketing muscle they they put out there. What they they can dictate and drive a certain level of consumer behaviors just by putting something out there and saying like, oh, this is all about customization, right? Like the Apple, how many, I mean, Apple Watch bands, I've got a lot of Apple Watch bands. I love getting new bands that look cool, right? I mean, I don't, Oh yeah. you know, I, I wish I organized them better. I just throw them into a random drawer, but, um, you know, they really leaned into that. And I think that worked too, you know? And so
1: the the, the $79 for the ear cuffs, that's quite extreme, but I <laughs> yeah. think if they, if they did lean into that customizability angle, they could have probably brought that price down because, God knows what their their profit is for that. I mean, they, they charge right? you seventy nine dollars. God knows what they probably make it for, like what, like four dollars? I don't even know. But they could have probably priced it like twenty nine dollars, maybe forty nine. Yeah, forty nine,
0: maybe. maybe. Yeah, forty. I would see forty nine, right?
1: And and it would have been uh, still pretty high, but I think people would have, you know, probably uh, been okay with that rather than than
0: seventy nine dollars. See, now you're making me feel real gross for doing what I did. I was like, when you put it no. out you you're, you're, you're like, you know, they probably made it for $4. I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm sick with myself now. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. Um, Tim,
1: uh, Tim Cook is very happy
0: with you. Yeah, he is. He totally is. Um, so Sammy, do you have anything else on your I'm, – I'm tapped out of my list. Do you have anything else on your list or things you wanted to mention or throw out there?
1: No. Um, oh, maybe I guess the another one like a sub point of the iPhone to 14 yeah. would be MagSafe mm. I'd be interested to see what they do with, with MagSafe accessories because my biggest complaint with MagSafe right now is that you can't stack accessories on top of each other mm-hmm. like I have the MagSafe battery pack which I have plenty of thoughts about how useless that is but anyways <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I have that but then I also have the MagSafe wallet and I would like to be able to put the wallet on top of the battery. It would it would make my phone really thick. But you know, if I have it in a backpack or something, I'm okay with it being thick if it's not in my pocket. So I'm am interested to see what they do with MagSafe if they do anything with it at you know at all. Which mm-hmm. it's hard to think they they won't. So yeah, that's my last thing.
0: Okay, so Sammy, I'd like you just to go from the bottom of your list to top, just to read them off, and then I'll do mine. Um, how you? I guess in the ranking order from bottom to top of what you're most looking forward to, just to kind of recap to refresh people's brains, because we talked about a lot of stuff. We did. So should I start from the top or the bottom? Start from the bottom, Lab. Bottom to the top, baby. The bottom. So the
1: bottom, bottom, the honorable mentions, as you called it, the iPhone 14. (laughs) (laughs) And, And then AirPods Max, the AR VR headset, the larger iMac, and Apple Fitness Plus.
0: Apple Fitness Plus was your number one. It wasn't my number one. Wow, that so that made it's, a it, big impression on you.
1: It was number one for things I'm looking forward to, but it's not number one on things I'm most excited for because I, I hope there, I, I, at least in my head, there is a distinction between those two things.
0: There is. So okay. So then, your most ex- the thing you're most excited about is AR VR glasses. The most thing The thing you're looking most forward to because of your own functional use is Apple Fitness Plus. Yep. Okay. Okay. Very nice. All right. So my list. Starting at the very bottom, like pretty much honorable mention because you just have to iPhone 14. Then I have Apple Watch, which we kind of talked about, but it kind of wasn't on my list, but I still put on my list. Then uh, iMac Pro, then AR VR glasses. And I guess because I care about the masses, I care about the people, like you said, and I wasn't super selfish. (laughs) MacBook Air, MacBook Air, <laughs> the product that uh, I'm looking forward to for everyone, for all the peoples. You're, you're a man of the people. I think it's going to be a banger, but I could be wrong. You know, we're not, not, we, don't, we're not, we don't really know this until it actually happens, but it could be something really cool. So, um, yeah.
1: I think there's definitely a market out there. I, I, I think, I don't want to say it would be a big factor whether people get it, but whether they put a notch on it and whether the notch is white. I guess I could easily see them putting a white um, a white notch on <laughs> the MacBook Air and sort of, you know, because the, the, the Apple's sort of mentality is black and these darker colors are more for professionals. Mm-hmm. White is sort of more for the mainstream, you know, mother in a living room type of scenario. So I could see them putting a white notch on there. I think tech enthusiasts and Twitter will probably blow up if they do. But I think uh, practically and, and, and in the market, I think it'll, it'll probably do very well.
0: It's true. I mean, we we sometimes, you know, when you hear all the noise from our community, which is in some ways it feels big, but it is really small. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the general impact of how other people see things, most of my friends and peers don't really care about the notch on the MacBook Pro. And also I stopped complaining about it because I bought it. Like if I bought this machine, clearly that, was, about it. Yeah, that was not enough for me to like to stop me. So I bought it, right? Yeah. Um, and I think the general consumer the the notch it it won't really matter to them. It really won't. So yeah.
1: yeah. And Apple does research. You know, Apple they don't base their product features off of what this community says, right? They they have a team which markets and researches the market and, and does all that fancy stuff. So they don't they don't really care about what we have to say at the end <laughs> of the day. They they do what they want to do.
0: The the only thing they care about is that we say good things about the stuff that they have, right? As long as we that's, keep saying that's good it. things they'll be super happy. So, um, Sammy, I just want to say thank you so much for hanging out. Um, wh- you know, love, love having you on here. I think we're definitely going to have you back on the show. I think you passed, you got the thumbs up, good Apple approval. Passed the test. You did. You absolutely did. My man, um, really had fun talking to you. Is there, you know, just to kind of remind the audience again, maybe where they can find your work and how to follow you on social media and other places.
1: Yeah, just uh Twitter, Sammy S A M I, F A T H I underscore, and uh from there you'll see my author page at Mac Rumors and you follow my work on there and um hit me up if you want to talk. I'm quite a friendly person.
0: All I right. Think. I I I think so. I think so. I think we'll <laughs> have you back. So hey, thanks again, man. Um happy holidays, happy new year, merry Christmas all you that. know, all those things. Um enjoy the break and uh we'll talk to you soon, okay?
1: Awesome. Thanks, so Brian.
0: All right, see ya. So there you go. That was our individual list of what I guess we're most anticipating or most excited about or I guess what you're most looking forward to, what you're looking most forward to. Look, this is the end of the year. My, I can't even speak into English. But what you're looking forward to in 2022 from Apple, did you have some of the same stuff? Did you have completely different things? I don't know. That's why everyone has their own list, but it was a whole lot of fun. And if you want to let me know what you put on that list and also if you just want to say hey congrats on 200 freaking episodes all you got to do is record a voice memo send it in to applebitsshow at gmail.com and yes i'm gonna find it and i'm gonna pick it up and i'm gonna put it in the show also big thanks to our patreon supporters at the platinum apple level that's the 100 level brandon ledford gil cabrera wesley Frader Jarrett lewis and atari koenigsegg thank you to you guys Thank you to all of you guys and gals for your continued support. There is no way, there is no freaking way that we get to 200 episodes without you all. And again, all I can do is just say thanks and keep on working hard and humbly, you know, stay humble, stay hungry and keep on doing the damn thing. So that's going to do it for this week. We'll see you next time. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. Take care. Be good. Peace.